Hallelujah. Glory to God. I, I, I want to ask you, prepare your heart now. Be quiet in God's presence because God has a word and you are going to be challenged by God. Please, if you can, close your eyes. Let's pray. Beloved Jesus, we are here and we need to listen your voice, not my voice. Use me, Father. I pray, wake up your people. Wake up your church today. Jesus, we love you. You are our beloved Savior. And our desire is to be in fire for you, to serve you for all the days of our life. And one day, to see you face to face. This is our desire. Speak to your people today and use my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Today, we are living in a very special time. And the world has been changed dramatically in the, in the, in the past few months, as you know. And we can see many prophecies being fulfilled before our eyes and many people they are afraid about the world's future what's going on to happen next or how will our future be and many people fear what is ahead and some people are asking, what's going on with this world? Even churches are closed. What's going to happen next? And I am here to say to you, God was not caught by surprise. <laughs> No, no. Our God is sovereign. Our God reigns. And our God is in control. Did you know our God reigns? And he has all the control. If you are a Bible reader. If you believe in this book. You know what I am talking about. Because this word has been shaken and since it, and it will be more shaking in the future and also I want to remind you something that happened uh, 2,000 years ago 2,000 years ago God sent his son to save this world and Satan tried to kill him since he was born. You know all the story. And then one day Satan used the religious people. Satan used the Roman soldiers. 
and he killed Jesus, our master, the, Jesus, the son of God. Can you imagine how Jesus' disciples were after the death of their master? Can you imagine how they were feeling and how were their thoughts after Jesus' death? Because they, they were saying, our master passed away and all the multitudes gone and there is no hope for us anymore. <laughs> they had a lot of dreams because Jesus walked with them for three and a half years and they had in mind our our master Jesus he's going to lead us we're going to have a big church but one day everything gone and they saw all their dreams totally destroyed but as I said our God is sovereign and he is in control because when Satan thought that he had won the Holy Spirit came and at the third day he rose Jesus from death <laughs> or in that Saturday in that Passover or that Easter they, they lost all their hope but then Sunday came when Jesus rose from death. <laughs> and this is what I, I, I want to tell you. Our God is in control. Maybe today is Saturday for you. It's a terrible day. You are in darkness. But I am here to say to you. Sunday is coming. <laughs> and God is in control. God is in control of all these circumstances. Amen. Could you say amen? Hallelujah. And I am here today to bring to, to bring you a word. But not to, to, to bring you fear into your heart. Or to make you scary about the end of times. But I am here to bring you good news. Because I want to talk about the end times today. But I am here to bring you good news. I am here to say to you, rejoice. Because our redemption is near. Prepare to encounter or to meet your beloved daddy. And this is the message of today. Today's message is prepare to meet your God. Prepare to meet your God. And I want to read some passages that Jesus gave to his disciples. And some scholars call it the mini apocalypse. Or because Jesus was speaking about the end times. And I want to read some verse, Luke 21, verse 7, that says, 
teacher, they ask, when will these things happening? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? The disciple was asking Jesus, Jesus, when will these things happen? When is going to be the end of times? When is your return? And what will be the sign that they are about to take place? I want to read more one verse. Luke 21, verse 28. Now, when these things begin to happen, Jesus said, when these things begin to happen, look up, lift your hands, because your redemption is near, draws near. Another version. ERV version says when these things begin to happen stand up tall don't be afraid know that is almost time to God for God to free you or Jesus was talking to his own disciples and he was talking about the end times and, and his disciples asked him about the end times, when it's going to be and what signs. When, and Jesus said, when you see all these things happening, don't be afraid. Stand up, rejoice, because your redemption is near and I'm going to meet you soon. Wow. Jesus said, when you see all these signs, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because the church are closing. Don't be afraid because you can see some people dying. Or don't be afraid because evil things are happening. Don't be afraid because we are in that, that time of darkness. But Jesus said, rejoice, because your redemption is near. And here, Jesus' disciples asked him two questions, okay? Two questions. The first one, he said, when will these things happen? Jesus' disciples says, Jesus, please tell us when or the date of the end times. And the second question they asked was, what will be the sign that they are about to take place? Or they asked these two questions, when, the time, and what signs that you are about to come back? that we are about to meet you and Jesus said in Matthew 24 36 he answered that question about when and he said that day and hour no one knows just the father then Jesus said I'm not going to tell you the date okay I'm not going to tell you the date 
And my brothers and sisters, if you are listening, please never listen a pastor, a leader, or anyone who is giving date about Jesus' return, giving date about that next year or next month or 2002. No, never listen. People that is giving date to Jesus' return or to the end of times. Don't listen to people who claim to know the end of times that is happening. Because some people, they say, I know. I have all the calculation and I know when Jesus is going to come back. Don't listen, please. Jesus said something very important here. And you need to get. Jesus said, don't trust, don't trust in your ears. Trust in your eyes. Jesus said, don't listen. Because many people will come, false prophets. They're going to tell things. Don't listen. Because you need to see the signs. Or don't trust in your ears. About the end of times, you need to trust in your eyes. Because you need to see what's going to happen. Keeping your eyes vigilant, Jesus said. If you listen what everyone is saying about the second coming and about the end of times, you are going to get into confusion. Because there are a lot of people telling lies on the internet, TV, on the media. And keep your eyes open and don't listen people because Jesus said clearly when you see these things when you see these signs know that the end is coming hallelujah when you see these signs know the end is coming I want to read another verse today we're going to read a lot of verse from the Bible if you have your Bible at home, you can get, or, or maybe you can just listen. Luke 21, verse 10 and 11. Let's see the signs that Jesus said. Then Jesus said to them, and Luke 21, verse 10 and 11, okay? Then Jesus said to them, nation, you raise against nation, kingdom, against kingdom he's talking about wars there will be great earthquakes famines and pestilences pestilence is plagues or virus okay pestilence in various places and fearful events and great signs from heaven also, if you, if you want to read more about this, all these signs, you can take a note. You can read Matthew 24, all the chapter. You can read Mark 13 and also Luke 21. All these chapters uh, speaks about the signs of the end times and also when Jesus will return. I want to read another verse. Luke 21, 31, 32. 
Jesus said, When you see these things happening, what things? Wars, nation against nation, great earthquakes, famines, pestilence. Then Jesus said, When you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. 32. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. This is so important. I'm going to read again. I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Or Jesus was saying that this generation, Jesus was not talking about that Jesus generation. Jesus was talking this generation that can see all these signs happening, or this generation will see my all, all the things that are going to happen. This generation. The, the, the generation that we see these things happening. Or what Jesus told is, when this generation see all these signs happening, not everybody are going to die. Many of these people, they are going to be alive. They are going to see the end times. This is the reason I said to you, prepare to meet your God. Prepare to meet your God because the kingdom of God is near. Because people that are seeing this sign, this generation will see the end times and be ready because we are going to meet our Lord soon. I want to read another verse Amos 4, verse 12. That says, prepare to meet your God, O Israel. Prepare to meet your God, O Israel. And this is the message of today. Prepare to meet your God. The New Living Translation says, prepare to meet your God in judgment, you people of Israel. Amos, in this time, the prophet Amos was talking to the people of Israel. But today, all those who were born again and received Jesus as their Savior, they are the people of God. And this word is for you today. Prepare to meet your God. Or to prepare to meet your God in judgment. And the question is, are you prepared? Are you prepared to meet your God? Are you prepared to meet your God in judgment? If you are not prepared, you cannot meet the Lord. This is the truth. And why do we, do we need to be prepared to meet the Lord? Why? 
What should we be prepared for? What should we be prepared for? And I'm going to speak about four things. You have to be prepared to meet your God. First, you need to be prepared for death. Okay? Because we do not know when death will come. James 4 verse 14 says, What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. My brothers, you know, we are nothing. What is our life? What is your life? The Bible says, do you think you are going to live many years? But the Bible says our life is nothing. It's like a vapor. Or the Bible says our life is like a vapor that is here today. When the sunshine comes, then vanishes. And we are here just for a short time. And soon you will disappear. Or are you gone? And are you prepared for this day? And also... Hebrews 927 says, And as it is appointed to man to die once, but after this, the judgment. My brothers, the Bible says also, like you, all of us, we have, each one of us has two booked appointments. That we cannot miss out. Did you know? You have two appointments. Book it. And you are not going to miss it out. Why? The first one is the day of your death. Because the Bible says, It's appointed to man to die once. You are going to die. First appointment. It's appointed. If you would like or not, <laughs> you are going to die. <laughs> Amen. Second is the day of judgment. Is your second appointment. You have this appointment. It's not going to be in the same day. It's going to be in different day. But one day is your death. The second is the day of the judgment. And last week I spoke about the day of judgment a little bit. And I want to read 2 Corinthians 5 verse 10. That says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body, according to what he has done, whether good or bad. My brothers, the Bible says one day we're going to die. And also the Bible says that we must all one day appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That you may receive what you have done through this body. And my question is, how are you using your life? 
How are you using land? What are you doing with your body? Are you investing your life, your time, your money in the kingdom of God? You don't belong to yourself. You have one creator. He created you. And now after he created you, the Bible says, Jesus bought us at the cross. Then you have an owner, a Lord, a Savior. And you have to say, what would you like me to do, Father? This is the point. Are you serving people? Are you loving people? Because this is our goal. To love God. To love people. And to make disciples. And this is Shalom Christian Fellowship goal. To love God. To love people. And to make disciples. Are you making disciples? Are you loving people? Are you... Are you invest, investing your time praying, fasting, walking in holiness? Because you are going to receive according to what you have done with your body, my brothers. Then the first appointment is with death and judgment. And also the second point... is maybe you are not going to die but something can happen at any time in your life the rapture and you need to be prepared for the rapture because you will be taken from this earth to meet with the Lord and this is the reason prepare to meet your God if you don't die the rapture will come. And I want to read some verse in the Bible to show you what I'm talking about. 1 Thessalonians 4, 15, 17. That says, 15 to 17. We tell you this directly from the Lord. This is directly from the Lord, Paul said. We who are still living, or if you do not die... When the Lord's return, we will meet him ahead of those who have died. Wow. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout. With the voice of the archangel. With, and with the trumpet call of God. First, the believers who have died will raise from their graves. Hallelujah. First, the, those who have died will raise from their graves. Then, together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be cut up in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord 
forever. Hallelujah. Can you say hallelujah? First, you need to be prepared for death. Because death can come at any time. But second, you need to be prepared for the rapture. Because the Bible says one day, the Lord will come and to cut us. And we are going to meet him in the air or in the clouds. Wow. I am living every day of my life for this day. Prepare to meet your God. Amen. And Jesus was very clear also about the rapture. Those who are not prepared will be left behind. In the gospel, Jesus spoke. And I want to read it in Matthew 24, 40 and 41. <laughs> Jesus said about the rapture. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and another left. 41. Two women will be grinding with the hand meal. One will be taken and the other left. My brother, the Bible says some people they are going to go to the Lord and some people is going to be left. Then we need to be prepared for this time. And how is your life? Are you prepared? The third thing, you should be prepared. We need to be prepared for the return of Jesus Christ. I want you to read another verse, Matthew 24. Verse 42 and 44. That says, Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. You do not know what hour or when the Lord is coming. 44 says, Therefore, you also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at one hour you do not expect. Why the Bible says we should be always prepared. And then nowadays there are many Christians. They are living just for fun, enjoying life. And the Bible says be read, be prepared. Because he's going to come in, a hour, in one hour that you are not expecting. Then we start doing wrong things. You are not expecting Jesus' return. Then you're going to be caught by surprise. Number four. Be prepared also, my brothers. Be prepared to face the great tribulation. Yes. Jesus said that a terrible time will come to this earth. And I want to read it. Matthew 24, verse 21. Jesus said, For then there will be great tribulation. Such as has not been seen 
been, been since the beginning of the world until this time no nor shall ever shall be or Jesus said that will be a great tribulation on earth like never before Christians will be hated and persecuted and you have to be prepared all the prophecies state that things will get worse before they get better if you read this book you are going to see that things will get worse until the second coming of Christ and then the things will change my brothers if you are a Bible reader you are going to see if you read the book of Revelation the last book of the Bible that talks about the end times in Revelation from the from the chapter 6 to 19 there are 21 disaster affi afflicting the whole earth 21 disasters talks about the seven seals the seven trumpets and the seven bowls, bowls of wrath in just one of them one of these disasters the bible says one of them a quarter of the world's population dies quarter of population will die in one disaster it's not just thousand people are going to die this is what it's written here and and we know things will get worse and we should be prepared for it and the great news about it is the great the great tribulation it's a very short time and Jesus and Jesus told us that I'm going to read it in Matthew 24 verse 22 Jesus said if those days have not been shortcut no one would be survive but for the sake of the elect those days will be shortened or if those days lasted too long Jesus said nobody would survive and he's saying here that this great tribulation is going to be three and a half years okay three and a half years or 42 months or 126 day 100 1260 days and you can read that in the book of daniel 927 daniel 927 says that and also revelation 12 verse 6 or when the great uh the great tribulation comes my brother in that time we can say to it the other we can say to it the other it's only three and a half years my brother <laughs> and that is a good thing isn't it 
because our Jesus tell, tell us it's good just be careful be strong it's just it's gonna pass quickly just three and a half years and thank you Jesus for telling us <laughs> we know every what is interesting if you are a Bible reader you know what's going on today and how it's going to finish and I know the end of this book and at the end it's written everything is going to be fine <laughs> for those who love Jesus Christ amen but I have another news for you the great tribula tribulation is not here yet okay you need to be prepared for first death or for the rapture or for Jesus' return, or for the great tribulation that will come over the earth. And this is the, the reason I am preaching to you today, prepare to meet your God. And we need to be prepared for one of these four things. Doesn't matter what's going to happen. You need to be prepared for death because you are going to face judgment. You are going to be prepared for the rapture because soon the Lord will come and you're going to meet him in the air. Or he's going to come back or we are going to start this time of great tribulation. And also we need to be prepared. And we are, my brothers and sisters, we are in the last minutes of God's clock. We are in the last minutes. And we are coming close to the end of times. And my word for you, and I am here to warn you today. We are moving closer and closer towards the end. Are you prepared to meet your God? I'm asking, are you prepared for that today? My brothers, how to prepare? For me, there is no better way than to have a life of prayer. Because if you have a life of prayer, my brother, if you have a life with intimacy with God, if you enter into your room and spend time with Him, you are not going to have a life of sin. And uh, I want you to read the verse, Matthew 26, 40 and 41 because Jesus was speaking to them how then can be strong in the Lord says 26 40 and 41 says then he went back to his followers and found them sleeping Jesus disciple was sleeping and there are many Jesus' disciple is sleeping in churches today. And he said to Peter, Could you not stay awake with me for one hour? Or could you not pray for just one hour? Stay awake and pray for strength against temptation. Jesus is giving a key. Stay awake and pray for strength against temptation. Your spirit wants to do what is right, but your body is weak. 
How is your life of prayer? Because Jesus said, stay awake and pray for you not going to temptation. My brother, if you want to win your sins, if you want to win your all these temptations, if you want to, to stop these secret sins that you are living, you need to go to God's presence. When I look to the church of Christ, when I look to my own church, this church, when I look to, to the life of some Christians, I am afraid they will be in trouble when they face death. Yes. I am afraid that many Christians, they are in church today, they are going to be in trouble when they face death. Or if they, Jesus, return, I'm not sure about, they are going to meet with the Lord. Or if they go to a great tribulation. My brother, if you have, if you don't have a passionate heart for Jesus, you cannot face tribulation, hardship. No! But when you love God with all your heart, you are able to face all this difficult because you love Him. If the raptures happen, now are you prepared to be with the Lord? If the great tribulation starts, are you in fire for God? Are you passionate? for Jesus to face this persecution now is time for preparation now is the time I am here to help you not, I'm not here throwing stones or in you or accusing you I am here to challenge you to warn you please wake up Come back to the presence of God. Now it's time for you to get prepared. And you need to go to the secret place. And you need to return to the life of prayer. How many Christians don't have a life of prayer? How many Christians don't have even 15 minutes of prayer a day? God is giving you a new chance, my brother. Restore your relationship with God. Please restore. Confess your sins. Repent. Abandon your sins and be ready. Because Jesus said, when you see these signs, rejoice. Because your redemption is near. Our redemption is near. Or we are near to meet our God. Also, you also need to be united with the body of Christ. That is the church. Many people, they are disconnected from the church. They are not part of the body of Christ. They are visitors in church. 
they have no commitment they are not one body and Jesus said that he's going to come to take his church his body the body of Christ my brother there are people they are part of the church but they are away from the church they miss service they don't come they are it's no it's crazy how some people live and I am here to say many people they are living a danger time are you an active member of the church of Christ? Or are you just a visitor in church? The word of God for you today is wake up, get read, keep watch. For we are in the last seconds of God's clock. And many Christians, they are sleeping. Please, you need to wake up. And as your pastor and leader, I'm, I must warn you, wake up, keep watch, be read, for we are coming to the end. Please, I want to pray for you right now. This is a very serious message I am giving you. One day you are going to face God and you're going to face judgment. Please close your eyes. Please repent from all your sins. Look inside of you. Cry for your sins, please. Abandon your sins. If you are away, from church come back to the house of the father come back to church again come back to the pre-meetings renew your covenant with God please if your eyes closed I want to finish with this prayer put your hand in your heart and say Lord Jesus I believe that you are God and you died at the cross and rose three days later and you have the power to save me father and you have the power to deliver me Jesus I give my life to you I am a sinner and I have sinned against you Jesus forgive all my addictions forgive my sins I am come back home to you, Father. You can count on me, Father. I receive forgiveness. I receive a new life. I am forgiven. I am blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Wake up and be read because soon you are going to meet your God. God bless you in Jesus' name.